I don't want to wait for our opening to be recorded. <laughs> I spent literally like a minute and a half to two minutes looking for the opening to this show before <laughs> did. I realized. I watched well, I didn't him even do it. realize. Carol said, I don't think we have an opening for this show. We do not. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Horny Creek. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Me eye slits. What? Your your eyes were slitting down when I when I was introducing you. Interesting. Like a cat. <laughs> uh, it's been a good week here. It is February 25th, 1998. And we watched Horny Creek. I think we should, I think we should do an opening to the yeah, show. we'll figure something I out. I think we should do, like, porn music. Oh, my goodness. Because it's Horny Creek. She'd be like, <laughs> wait for our lives to be over. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I think this was the least horny episode that we've seen so far. Well, yes. The, the product of horniness was begotten <laughs> in this episode. Yes. But, yes. The, it's the episode titled Baby. Baby! Yeah, I mean, right there, that's not sexy. <laughs> no, babies aren't sexy, no. Oh, my God. So, this episode, um, Pacey, well, he was being horny. Um, there you go. <laughs> is talking to the teacher. What the Ms. fuck, Jacobs. Ms. Jacobs? And saying, like, Tamara. A, a moron. Tammy. Yeah. Like, a fucking moron. Like, hey, how come we never get to go out and, you know, in public like a real couple? Because you're 15. Yeah, because I'll get arrested, Pacey. What the fuck? Like, what kind of dream world was he living in? I don't know. And he's not that far away from the uh, living in imagination land like all the other toddlers. Right. So. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, hey, let's just go to another city, you know, and, and nobody will know us. It'll be fine. Providence, Rhode Island. Right. Like, it's still legal for you to sleep with her in Rhode Island, man. I think that that's part of Providence's motto, though, or or their city slogan. Uh, Providence, statutory rapists, <laughs> come here. Right, right. Every couple is uh, at least 15 to 20 years age difference. <laughs> and then he goes in the bathroom with Dawson at school and is talking about this exchange that she... Looked at him with that, oh, you know, I'd love to, but I just can't, Pacey, look. Right. But she didn't say no or yes. Right. Okay. And he's excited about that because he thinks maybe he has a chance. He's like, and Dawson's like, oh, sorry, your relationship's only sexual or whatever. He's like, sorry, you can't take your, your relationship out of the bedroom. Right. And uh, Pacey, at, at the last minute before they walk out of the bathroom, checks a couple of the stalls. Here's, here's my thought. He didn't check the stalls beforehand so what would he have done if he had discovered some would he have murdered him right <laughs> like oh you sorry wrong place wrong time and just like silently choked him to death <laughs> like what the fuck was his plan he's like oh can't be too careful apparently you can pacey right. you can but it turns out someone's feet weren't showing because they were on the the toilet smoking who does that I don't know. I, like, I've known plenty of people that have smoked in the bathroom at sure. school. 
but they don't perch on the top of the toilet like an owl. <laughs> it's weird. Like, what was the point? And why didn't they smell the smoke? Agreed. Why didn't they see it? Yeah. Weird. Stupid. Whatever. He got caught. This kid heard him. He got caught talking and about he, it. And this kid apparently is the fucking Mrs. Kravitz of the school. <laughs> because we, like, five seconds later... They're outside, and Joey's like, hey, guess what rumor I just heard? Or Jen, whomever. Yeah, Jen yeah. says it to him. And, um, you know, everybody's like, it's not true, right? Like, and nobody's totally denying it here. And it's just, like, they're just in shock and like, oh, we're not going to talk about it, basically. So they didn't handle it very well at all. No. And Dawson pulls Pacey aside and tells him the best thing he can do is to walk around with his head held high and act like he has not a care in the world because, of course, this is stupid and not true. Right. But here's the thing. If this rumor was going through school and you knew you started the rumor and you were lying, would you walk through the school with your head held high like fucking not a care in the world? Or would you be like, oh, no, what have I done? (laughs) Right. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, I mean, it makes some sense to not walk around looking s- guilty. I won't even say sad, but guilty. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, how can you look sad if you're having sex with the tomorrow? <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, apparently, according to her, it made it all the way to the teacher's lounge before the day was over. So yeah, that's they, not good. They were talking about it. That has to be very comfortable for her. <laughs> I can't even imagine. And it's going to make its way to the school board. Yep. I mean, it's the next. It's the next morning, and Dougie, his brother, yeah, his brother, uh, like pulls up to him and is like, uh, "Hey, guess what? I just heard in the barber shop. <laughs> the entire town is talking about this." Well, you grew up in a small town. Yes. Do you think that kind of news would circulate that fast? We grew up together, somewhat, kind of, at different points in our life, or we're a different age. Uh huh. But yes, I grew up in a small town. Would 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 it? Yes, it would. So it's realistic. Okay. So and there were certain things that happened that definitely got around real fast. Interesting. People like to gossip in a small town because it's not like New York where something happens and you tell like you know whatever you, the guy you work with. He's I don't give a fuck. Right. There are eight million <laughs> other people in this in this city. I don't know this person. Who gives a shit? But in a small town, everyone knows everyone else. Right. Like by name and face. And so when some story about them is started, it's of interest to everyone in the town. Huh. I never really thought about it that way. Well, that makes sense. So that's why. So that's going on. Yes. And (laughs) Joey um, tries to comfort him. By explaining that, you know, she's been in the same boat as, you know, he is with the gossip because of her family situation. Have we talked about her family situation? I don't know. I don't remember if we did or not, but she has a family situation. Right. Well, her mom died of cancer. Yeah. Her father is in prison for drugs. Nice. And her sister and her sister's boyfriend are raising her. And her boy- sister's boyfriend is black, and they are not married. Right. So it's all kinds of gossip. Right. So she's like, you know. Because a black man and a white woman. 
is taboo, apparently. Apparently in this small New England town, oh. and not being married and having a baby together, you know. There's a decent amount of racism in Massachusetts, so yeah. I can understand I that. mean, he's the only black character on the show, so. Right. Um, he's yeah. the only black person that Kevin Williamson knew. So. <laughs> is he from Massachusetts? <laughs> I, You know what? I have no idea, but I'm going to guess, yeah. Mm. I'm going to guess he's from somewhere in the on the East Coast. Mm. Or, well, th- this this show feels very personal in a way that because he created Scream, he created I know what you did last summer. I know what you did last summer also takes place in a small New England uh, like fishing village, right? Where there's boats and stuff like that. So I'm guessing he grew up in a community like that. But those movies are good, and I liked them, and I liked Scream too. But, well, listen to our scream tapes and you'll, right, you'll right, see right. What, what we thought of them. <laughs> but I, I like his movies, and his movies are good, but this this show feels personal in a way that those don't. Okay. So I, I, I feel like this is closer to his, how he grew up, you know. I'm not saying that necessarily that Dawson is him, mm-hmm. but him-ish. Well, Joey tells Pacey, you know, the only thing he can do is just wait for something more interesting to come along. Yeah, because, and and it's sort of implied that Pacey was that for her. He's he's her relief. Um, I, I don't know, do you think, what ends up happening with this is, like the next day, like it's happening so fast. Yeah, it is. The school was that the school board or the court? I mean, it was school, court. School board. That was the school board. It's in court, yeah. Okay. Although they say the school board convenes an emergency meeting, and they're going to talk to her. She has, she has hired a lawyer, right? Smartly for any public statement that she makes on the matter. Pacey can't talk to her. The lawyer's like, hey. Anything you need to say to her, you have to say through me. Mm-hmm. She's not speaking to you on advice of counsel and, and all this stuff, which is smart. He comes up to her like, oh, I t- tell your client I said I'm sorry. No, and it's like he comes up to her in public and goes, Tammy, like, yeah. don't address your teacher like that. What the fuck? Like, you're trying to you're trying to not substantiate these rumors. You couldn't be doing a worse job of it. Yeah. He is not subtle in any way. No. But so they've. And they say something like, uh, we'll, we'll decide if charges are brought. And I'm like, you don't decide that. You're the school board. <laughs> you can fire her and then, you know, report this to the district attorney. But that's who decides if charges are filed or not. Not you. Yeah. So it was, all, it was a very weird situation. But he, Pacey, interrupts the... The proceedings. First, they they basically just say, look, you know, not to be blunt, but just very directly, are these rumors true? Do you do you have are you having a sexual relationship with your your student, Pacey or Pastefer? What's his full, <laughs> what's his full name? They, it's Pacey. I don't think they gave any kind of. Wow. Did you hear anything other than Pacey? No. Okay. And she's like, well, <laughs> she was a hundred percent going to tell the truth. I don't know why. Yeah. And they didn't discuss beforehand, like, hey, should we lie? Are our stories going to be the same? What's What the fuck? They, didn't, they did not coordinate anything right. like they maybe should have. 
instead, she's just, she, I think she was 100% going to tell the truth. She's going to be like, well, look, here's what happened kind of thing. But Pacey interrupts mm-hmm. and says, hey, uh, no, this is ridiculous. And they're like, look, you can't come in here. We haven't called you yet. And he's like, I, was he on the docket to be called? They didn't say that. No. But I, it, it sort of implied that he was, I guess. He was going to be next. I don't know. I don't. I, I got the impression that they were like, if they wanted to speak to him, they would call him, kind of thing. Yeah, I it was. It was between those two, and yeah. I couldn't decide which seemed more likely. But he said, "Look, I, I want to get everybody home as fast as possible." And then he goes into this overwritten, <laughs> like, yeah. speech about how, oh, you know, only in my dreams could this happen. And like, and like. He goes to this whole, like, five-minute-long thing of, like, uh, only in the wildest fantasies of a prepubescent boy. Like, like, <laughs> like you know, could yeah. could uh, someone as, as marvelous, as unicorn-like as Tamara. <laughs> like, and he goes through this whole thing. And I just wanted the school board guy to just look at him and be like, yeah, no would have would have sufficed <laughs> for your answer. <laughs> but it all comes down to he made it up and... And that's it. They, they're like, okay, fine. He made it up. It's over. We're not pursuing it anymore. So she, prior to that, I believe, yes. broke up with him. Yes. She was really mean to him. She was pissed because of, she's like, the only, the only stricture. It's like, that's another thing where it's, they use so many words they yeah. don't need to use, but the only stricture put on our uh, relationship was that you couldn't speak about it in public not not sex not my body not not love not true intimacy <laughs> true intimacy with a 15 year old right. barf and then she was like but maybe you're just not mature enough to uh to stand by that not gossip to your friends or whatever and it's like correct that's right <laughs> ding 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 you had <laughs> sex with a 15 year old he wasn't mature enough. Maybe he wasn't mature enough to make the decisions that you put in his lap. Right. Anyway, so, yeah, she breaks up with him over that. Yeah. She's like, let's do what real couples do and break up. Right. <sighs> She's a bitch. I just, I didn't like the way she treated him. So then afterwards, he comes to see her. And she's all like, oh, I'm so happy. You, you saved me and everything. And he's like... I was hoping we could just, uh, you know, forget all this breakup stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll never talk about it again. Like, what? And she's like, yeah, I know. You won't. I won't I won't let it happen. And he's like, yeah, I won't either. He's like, he's all, <laughs> it's like you don't get it, Pacey. <laughs> I don't know how he could possibly think they could continue to do anything. I mean, like, the fact they're even talking seems stupid. Like, the fact that he's yeah. wandering around her house all the time. Right. This whole episode, he's just pacing around on the beach. She's on a, a beach house, by the oh, way. Oh, that's why they call him Pacey. <laughs> but I mean, it's like, I, he needs to back the fuck off. I mean, that's why she decides she's going to leave, because I'm sure she knew that there's no way he's going to leave her alone. Yeah. she's Basically, she says, look, our relationship had a lifespan. Yeah. You, you'd meet somebody your own age. I'd meet somebody my own age. Maybe you'd graduate, you know, maybe I would grow up or whatever, you know. But basically she was saying, like, may you, you'd age out of the age I find attractive because I'm a pedophile. <laughs> um, but no, she was she was basically like there was a shelf life on the relationship. It's not like you, we were going to actually get married, you know, or anything like that. Like, wait till you turned 18 and then get legally married. That wasn't going to happen. 
And she's like, so it's just better this way anyway. And she's leaving and going to her sister's house. And then she's going to get another job teaching someplace else where she can then victimize some other (laughs) child because she gets away with it. But I don't think she's going to do it again. She should have gone to jail. It wasn't her idea. (sighs) No, I'm not saying she shouldn't have gone to jail. I'm not saying she's not a villain. I'm just saying I don't know that she's going to do it again. I think that this was, you know, uh, a one, you know, weird circumstance thing. One one weird trick (laughs) to get a 15-year-old in bed. Um, but it's, it's, they had a storyline where a teacher takes advantage of a 15 year old and then just gets away with it. Reverse the sexes, Carol. Male teacher, 15 year old female students. Fucks her a bunch. She lies for him. And then he disappears into the night. Does that seem like justice to you? Seems realistic. I'm not saying it doesn't seem realistic. I'm saying it's unsatisfying. She should have gone to jail. So the whole time you're watching this show, the whole time you're watching them together, you're internally thinking, you're a bitch, you deserve to burn. Wow, is that that what you is that what you think I should think? No, I'm just trying to understand because it's like you're you're like I'm not satisfied because she didn't go to jail, but like I don't think that would be a satisfying end either. It seems wrong that she got away with it. See, this is your black and white mentality. I guess because I I mean I I don't I just don't see it the way you do. I how do you see it? It just I mean. Yeah, step step lightly. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. No, go ahead. No, I mean, it's just like, she didn't pursue him. Okay. She didn't fight him off uh-huh. like she should have. But, like, I just don't think she's a villain. I think she's a weak-willed person. The fact of the matter, here's the thing. It's very difficult to really fully to fully understand the situation because it just so happens that Charlie from the mighty ducks is 21 years old. Right. I know you keep saying that we see the two of them together and it's like, well, there's nothing really wrong with that, but it's only because it's an adult and another slightly older adult. You know, that's, that's why if he looked 15, Imagine Charlie from the Mighty Ducks and her having sex. That you know, like it's it's hard to fifteen year olds don't look like twenty one year old Joshua Jackson. Right. That's the problem. Because it's like, yeah, sure, of course I could see an older woman having sex with Joshua Jackson because he's attractive and of age in real life. The but, character speaks like a fifty-year-old man. So. Exactly. Yeah, he's and they they give him uh, adult, mature dialogue. So yeah, it's it's different. Uh, you know, remember the movie Big? Yeah. <laughs> you know the kid that played. Tom- he was thirteen. Okay, I know, <laughs> but you know the kid that played Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Imagine her or her and him. 
Yeah, that's gross. Exactly. That's what it's like. That that actor was 15 during that role. Oh, was he really? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if it had been that, she should go to jail. I'm not saying she should go to jail forever, but at least like a year, some kind of punishment. I mean, he literally was saying, um, once I get my learner's permit, everything's going to change. Yeah, like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, yeah, because you, you can drive her. That will make a difference. Once I get my third pubic hair. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. So I just, it's weird to me that she just gets away with it. Because either way, she leaves the show. She She does suffer a consequence, though, because she was building herself a life there. And she has to abandon it now and start over. Go to another New England town. Because she didn't get fired. She got to quit. Which she should have been killed by Jason Voorhees. There you go. That should have been the coda on the end. <laughs> like, she, she's driving. Like, that, that could have been the last scene. She's driving away, and then all of a sudden you just see Hockey Mask. <laughs> <sighs> Mama. Kick. Ugh. That's yeah. creepy. Um, okay, so the other half of the show yeah. is Dawson. First of all, it starts out weird with Dawson and Joey and Jen. It almost always starts out, I think it always does start out in, in Dawson's bedroom with at least one of them. Yeah, Dawson's always in his bedroom. <laughs> and they're having movie night. Right. They're watching some old piece of shit. And somehow it's awkward for Joey that Jen is there. Now... Dawson's on the bed. Yeah. Jen's in a chair next to the bed. Yeah. Joey's on the bed, too. Yeah. So what does she have to complain about? I don't know. She got her spot. She didn't lose her spot. (laughs) It's a red flag, isn't it? Yeah. For a girlfriend to hear uh, the girl best friend of your boyfriend being like, it's awkward for me that she's here. Yeah. That's a red flag. I'd be like, "Uh, Dawson, what the fuck does that mean? What usually happens at movie <laughs> Right? So, like, she's like, okay, so I can't stay. Joey can't stay because it's so awkward for her that Jen's there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to go. And Jen's like, but my grandma will see you leave, and she won't let me be here without you being here. Right. So then I'd have to go. And uh, they end up being like, you know what, we'll both just go. That's the only solution, apparently. I think it was supposed to be a joke. Yeah, it it was delivered kind of like it was supposed to be a joke, but it was just stupid. It's just not funny, though. Like, act a little more mature. I know your teenagers, they're acting like they're 15, for sure. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Even but, though they're using words like apoplectic fits. <laughs> right? I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, what did you say, John Adams? <laughs> When did she say apoplectic? I she know. was ta- Jen was talking to her grandma, to Grams, and mm. she was like, "You'll you'll get an attack of apoplexy or something like that, or you'll have an apoplectic fit or something." Yeah. So, when Joey's going home after talking to Pacey, she runs into her sister. In the woods. Yeah. Where the fuck do they live? She has to take a rowboat to Dawson's house from her house 
and travel through woods to get to her house. Yeah. They live like they live in the middle of nowhere. It's insane. They're on the other side of the creek, which apparently is mostly woods. Yeah. That's where Jason Voorhees lives. Right. <laughs> so she runs into her sister whose truck is broken down and she's in labor. Yeah. And their phone's out of service. Yeah. They don't say why. I assume they didn't pay their bill. Yeah, I mean, that seemed like the vibe I was getting. Yeah, me too. So she needs Joey to take her in the rowboat to get help. So they row over to Dawson's, who his parents are out of town. Another reason why this episode's less horny. Right. His parents are nowhere to be seen. What are his parents doing out of town together? Marriage counseling. Oh, is that what they're doing? That's what he said, yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I don't know why marriage counseling is out of town, but that's where they're at. Well, it must have been like one of those retreat things for the weekend. Maybe, yeah. Like a couple's retreat or whatever to forge better relationships. But it was funny because she's trying to row. She's like, I thought you were some sort of champion rower or whatever. And Joey's like fucking struggling because she's got her pregnant uh, <laughs> her sister in there. And, you know, they're, they're playing. They're like, wanna, wanna <laughs> and she slowly rolls, rolls across. Oh, um, so she gets to Dawson's yeah. and they get on the phone with 911. And this is such a small, nowhere town that there is one ambulance and there was a big accident and they have to go an hour away to take care of the people at this accident before they can come to them. Yeah. And there's only one hospital, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The small town I grew up in was not like that. No, it was not rural. This is rural. Yeah. That's kind of it's it's like up. I think they're upstate or whatever Massachusetts, so they're away from Boston. They're they're more in the wooded area. I don't. I'm not a hun- I'm not super familiar with Boston, or I mean with the Massachusetts. So I don't know. Maybe it's Western Mass or something. I don't know, but I, I don't know what areas are still sort of wildernessy. But I guess. This is one of them. It kind of reminds me of Ludington because there is a downtown area right. that is kind of populated that has a lot of stuff, but apparently no hospital. Ludington has a hospital. Yeah. So for, for those of you not that don't live in Michigan, right? Put your your hand up to your <laughs> face, your right hand, and curl your thumb like a mitt because that's the shape of Michigan. That's how we find every every place on on the map. Michigan has if you draw a if you draw a line about where the base of your thumb is across the state, everything south of that is like basically Metro Detroit or the western suburb areas, you know, mm. over by Battle Creek and stuff. Everything north of that is what we call up north. <laughs> and there's a lot of wilderness areas yeah. in the upper parts of Michigan. Ludington, if you still have your hand up, is like basically right about the base of your pinky. Yeah, just underneath your pinky. Yeah, yeah that's where Ludington is. And it's... Uh, on the water. Yeah, it's on well, it's on Lake Michigan. Yeah, not, not the ocean, but yeah. Um, well, they're not on the ocean either. They're on a creek. Mm, okay, Dawson's on a creek, but I don't. Th- I think they're on the ocean because there's like that port with all those ships that come into the restaurant that they work at and stuff. Like, it I, could be it could be like Lake Charles or something like that too, though. I guess they, they never. Might, they might not be on the shore. It might be like just a big lake. 
I guess. They don't really explain it. Yeah, I don't. Well, like I said, I don't know where they live. Yeah. But, well, I mean, I'm sure it's a fictional place. Well, anyway. yeah, of course. <laughs> but yeah, because they don't they they don't even say, oh, it's Cape Side. I was going to say they don't yeah. even say the name of the town, but it's called Cape Side. Cape Side. Um, well, if it's Cape Side, then that that implies that they are near the ocean. Then they're yeah. near the Cape. Huh. So that that's the implication there. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's a small town. The small town I grew up in was next to other large towns. Right, right. And like 20 minutes away from Detroit, a very <laughs> large city. So if there were many ambulances and at least two hospitals real close. Whereas, again, with my Ludington example, my aunt lived in a town outside of Ludington where Ludington was the big city. Right. And um, she, like, she had a farm. And these kids were, like, fucking playing chicken or something outside of her house. Mm-hmm. There was an accident. And one of the kids didn't make it waiting for the ambulance. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it took them a long-ass time to come. Yeah, that's what happens. You know? Sucks. Like, yeah, live near hospitals, people. Exactly. It's much safer. Nope. <laughs> Just a public service announcement from, exactly. uh, from us to you. Yeah, her sister's like, this is what happens when you live in the middle of nowhere. Then she gets on the uh, phone with the 911 operator and gets the exorcist voice going. Oh, yeah. She starts screaming at him. <laughs> this is the pregnant lady. <laughs> Get off your fat ass. Oh, yeah. She was she was pissed. Yeah. And, and then Joey's like, yeah, they're sure coming now. Right. So she's like, somebody in this town has to know what to do. So Joey runs next door and gets Grams. Registered nurse Grams. She's so awful about it. Like, I would have been offended if I were Grams the way that... Because she just assumes that she's going to be like, no, fuck you. And she's a nurse. Of course she'll help them. She's like, look, I know that you hate them. I know you're borderline racist. I know, like, (laughs) uh, you know, like all this stuff and everything. She's like, but you did take a Hippocratic Oath. Which she didn't because doctors do that. Right. (laughs) But anyway, so... And but, I mean, the Hippocratic Oath was like, whatever. I, I understand that they they take it seriously, but it's like you know by the it starts with by the god Apollo, right? <laughs> you know what I mean. Like anyway, so um, they uh, she comes over and starts with helping. Jen. Yeah, starts helping. And Dawson's trying to film it for Brody because Brody is on or Bodie yeah, is it Bodie or Brody? It's, Bodie. He's trying to film it for uh, the side character from Mallrats. <laughs> oh, I can no. just see Jason Lee sitting down in his little basement like with comic books around. Thanks, Dawson. This little cup of Coke. It's like, thanks, Dawson. This takes the edge off watching childbirth videos. Um, Snoochie boochies. <laughs> He's trying to film it for the dad who's missing this because he's out doing a job interview. Yes. At, at some uh, restaurant. In Wilmington, I think they said. Yeah. Somewhere away. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but he's kind of obnoxious, like, the whole time, as Dawson can be. Well, yeah. Dawson's just obnoxious anyway. Right. Like, and at one point he's all she like. She comes in. The nurse comes <laughs> in and they're like, they're sort of sniping each other. He's like, Drama. It's like, yeah. it's a child's birth. <laughs> That's the drama. Right. But Fucking idiot. Whatever happened to that shitty movie he was making? That he was going to put in the film festival. 
and that other equally shitty sports movie the other the other students were making. Right. Never heard about that. Maybe we'll hear about them later. I maybe hope so. maybe they'll uh, do a, a film festival episode. I hope so. I want to hear about it. Do you really? I do. I don't care at all. I want to see what <laughs> happens. I want to see some. I want to see a real filmmaker tear tear Dawson's film apart. That would be kind of satisfying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, but anyway, so he's filming it with his VHS recorder, and like the grandma's doing her best to like help or whatever. And Jen says the stupidest fucking thing in the world. She's like, "That's a lot of blood, Grams." <laughs> <laughs> I just out loud, almost in the pregnant woman's face. Right. Hey, is there supposed to be a river of blood coming out of her right now? <laughs> and. And she, God, the the sister does some really great acting in this episode. Mm-hmm. I mean. Oh, she does. <laughs> she really sells it. Her, and her eyes. The fear. Yeah. yeah. The fear. Oh, my God. So I think Jen should have been kicked the fuck out. There were several times when I was just like, kick her out, yeah. shut her off. Right. Um, but she was bleeding a lot, which was bad. And like the Grams is like, no, she's fine. This is the. Bloody show is normal. Shut the fuck up. Stop scaring my patient. Right. And then as they're when they're away from her, she's like Crams she, is still trying to lie though. Yeah. <laughs> she's like I think she just didn't want her to freak out right, either. Right. Because she's like that but that is a lot of blood, isn't it? She's like, No, no, it's fine. She's like she's like, Come on, it's dangerous. And she's like, All right, it's more than I'd like. <laughs> there is so I don't know. But from things I've heard from my sister and other people, other pregnant people who have given birth, there's a little bit, like a tiny bit of blood. You'd have to, you'd have to imagine there'd be some blood because there's a lot of but opening from, and tearing. <laughs> but from what, from what, from what I've heard, though, no more than like a few spots. Really? Yes. More, and there was a lot more than that. Yeah, and that's. That can happen, I guess, but it's, she's, Graham said, look, there's no sign of, like, uh, placental detachment or any kind of rupture or, like, anything like that, and she's like, so I think she's going to be fine. We just have to get the baby out. So she was probably tearing a lot more than they'd like. Yeah, if they'd been at the hospital, the doctor would do an episiotomy, and Cor- that would yeah. stop her from tearing so don't much. Look, don't look that up in a dictionary, guys. <laughs> That's where they cut you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Um, Joey starts looking really freaked out. So Dawson... Uh, yeah, he says, whoa. <laughs> Wait, no, sorry. Yeah, what he the says, fuck? He says... Um, he, sa- <laughs> he walks up to, to Which show uh, are we the, doing? the pregnant lady and, and goes, how you doing? And then he's like, oh, wait, you're, you're giving birth. This chick's pregnant. I don't know. I can't. What do is happening? I can't do it. I, Joey from Friends. Oh, okay. I couldn't. Uh-huh. I couldn't <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I love you. If anyone ever wants a fucking example of a pity laugh, <laughs> take that part out of this tape, and then you've got it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think I'm going to put that on my answering machine. Okay. Joey is freaked out. Whoa. And she goes outside, so Dawson goes to see what's up with her. And she goes into this whole sad thing, and it is really sad. 
Yeah. Um, about like how Bessie reminds her of her mom and her mom had cancer and seeing Bessie in pain is reminding her of her mom being in pain. And yeah. It's weird that her sister is named after a cow. It's a it's a country name. Oh, yeah. Every time they <laughs> called her Bessie, that's all I could think of is like, <laughs> wow, it's kind of offensive for a pregnant lady. Right. You look like a cow. Aw. I mean, I've never heard of anybody named Bessie except for a cow. <laughs> it was kind of sweet, though, that Joey went back in and held her hand, and as soon as she held her hand, she was, like, passing out and dying and bleeding to death. Right. And, like, I can't push, I'm so tired. Which well, was that's, scary. That's, the, that's the, the danger of losing a lot of blood during childbirth is it saps your energy and you need energy for childbirth. Yeah, like, what if she just stopped pushing? Wouldn't her body eventually push the baby out on its own, though? I mean, like... She'd die. The baby would die. Oh, God. Yes. You, like, you have to push. You gotta do it. And, yeah, I mean, like, your body helps you out and stuff like that, but, like... If your muscles give out, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, if the, the, at least the baby would die. I mean, if you got doctors there and stuff like that, obviously they wouldn't let that happen. Yeah, they'd get that baby out. Yeah, they'd they yank would, it out if they have to. They'd get, they'd get to, depending on what point you're at. Yeah, C section or yanking or, it yeah, out. They'd, they would make sure that doesn't happen. But in the old days, I have to imagine that sometimes women just got so exhausted they couldn't do it anymore. And, it's just that's you know it's that's bad news, bad news bears. Right oh there. Jesus! <laughs> well, I could be wrong. I don't have any training in obstetrics or anything like that. I could be wrong, but I imagine that has to be a thing that has that does happen sometimes. I mean, or at least did. Yeah. Before you know modern medicine. That's why I don't know why anybody would want to do a home birth. Ugh. Um. Well, I think they still have trained professionals, even if they do home births. Yeah, when they plan them like that, yeah. What do they call it? Uh, A doula? I don't know. I don't know what the hell they call it. Okay. Uh, Midwife. Doula. Um, A midwife. Midwife, yeah. That sounds right. Um, But anyways, when Joey holds her hand, she's able to push that one more time, and she gets the baby out. Well, she was already crowning, so it's like... Once the baby's crying, you're real close. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to push that hard anymore. I mean, I, I say this like I'm a fucking woman that's given birth before. Or something <laughs> like that, but from what I well, from what I know, from your your my it, limited experience yeah, with childbirth, yeah. I I was in the room when my uh, when my sister gave birth for the first time. Were you? Yes. Wow. That's pretty fucked up. I didn't see any. I mean, like, I didn't see her vagina or anything like that. I wasn't invited over into that area. <laughs> but I was in the room. It was, a, you know, a big room, but I was in the room. It was me, uh, her husband, my mom. I think my dad was there and my and her and my other sister. Wow. Yeah. That's a hell of a party. But it was a big, it was a big room. So we were, like, over more yeah. in the the like corner area but yeah see i went to the hospital when my friend was having a baby but i had to stay in the waiting room the whole time yeah we we got invited into this big suite we got mm-hmm. invited into there nice yeah um but yeah i mean that's basically the she episode gives, i mean she gives birth and everything's fine uh i mean jen and graham's kind of bond a little and like earlier in the episode, they were fighting about Jen being an atheist because Graham's put a Bible in with her stuff or whatever. <laughs> like, hate it. Like, what? A, what does she think's going to happen with that? Like, <laughs> like it's going to just through osmosis. It's just going to fucking get into her brain, right? 
But um, Jen had said that she didn't have a lot of faith in God or humanity, and she ended the episode by saying that, you know, she didn't know about God, but she had a little more faith in humanity. So. Yeah, so good that stuff. Was good. That was about it. That is it for the episode. Very, very few horny things happened in Horny Creek this week. A lot mm. of serious yeah. babies. Good episode, though. School boards. and Yeah, it was actually a really good episode. Yeah. But that is our episode for uh, the week. Carol, tell people some things and let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so you can write us at latefee1994aol.com. Mm-hmm. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yes. And share the tapes with your friends. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.